Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. The reality at the end of that seventh year of our marriage, I said, God, what was that all about? That was awful. And he said, well, he said, I had to get the garbage out. I said, okay. And so from then on, really, we had to really focus on working together and working on our marriage. Because let's be honest, if you don't work on something, right? If you're not, if you're just going to leave it to the side and think it's going to get better, it never will. And so you've got to actively work on it. Some of the best advice that you can receive if you're going into a marriage, or even if you've been in a relationship for years and you've been married for years, that is still great advice. We're joined today by Christy Amorio. She is an author, a mother, a pastor, an entrepreneur. You name it, she does it. Today, she joins us to talk about her new book, Marriage Uncut, Real Marriage Transformation and Preparation. She shares her own journey through marriage and how we can make our relationships better by including God in everything. We'll hear that and so much more today on Connections. Christy Amoyo is our guest today. She is a mother, a pastor, an entrepreneur, as well as the author of a new book titled Marriage Uncut, Real Marriage Transformation and Preparation. For those who haven't heard your name in a while and just want to get to know you a little bit better, tell us about yourself. Well, um, presently doing this Zoom, I'm at home and I have three kids here that I'm homeschooling. Um, One is off at school and we also just got a puppy, so I'm a little bit nervous about this interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, life is busy, days are busy, but praise God, He is just so good um, each and every single day. You know, as pastors of a church, we're always trying to figure out, um, you know, just just the move of God, right? You want to be so in tune of what's going on, but that's also for our lives. That's also for parenting. Um, that's also for our marriage. That's also for our sports business that we have as well, you know, so it's this day-to-day, um, I don't know, expectation that I guess it really is, uh, yeah, a, a huge part of my life, a huge part of just my relationship with God. And um, <laughs> I just want to hear them every day. And I think that's why all these, these books start coming out because I want to encourage people. I have my own little Instagram thing called My Faith Ministries. And now we have a website, it's christiamoyo.com. And so it's just a place again to encourage. I know people need a lot of encouragement, especially now, especially in these past couple of years that we've had. Um, but that is, that's what God, God has really called me to do. And so it doesn't come with um, no pressure. It comes with lots of pressure, right? <laughs> and so, yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I feel like you should add maybe one more thing. You're not quite busy enough, Christy, it sounds like. (laughs) Maybe add a podcast to your plate or something like that. (laughs) Okay, so that's funny you say that. Because um, for this whole month of November, God has put it on my heart to start this 5.40 a.m. live devotion and small workout. And so it's just been Actually, today's day 17, and it's been really amazing. And there's about six to 10 people that join every morning at 540. And if they're not up at that time, they'll actually click on later. And so I just really believe that this is the time we're in. I want more of God, and so do people. We're hungry, right? But it's going to come with some kind of change in our life. Yeah. That's cool. Colleen and I are definitely up at that time. We should have joined in with you. We still are, I guess. 
<laughs> yes, that's right. You've mentioned it a little bit, but what is your favorite part uh, about being involved in ministry in all sorts, in all facets? Boy, just to see people have hope. Um, I really want people to be so confident in God and confident that they know his word works and it works all the time and he's always there, right? That's probably the biggest thing for me to encourage people. And I think that's why... um, he's put it on my heart to write books is to write down all those details too, because we can say we have faith and we can be believing for things, but it's the day-to-day, you know, stuff that you're, you're fighting the good fight of faith for and you're pressing through and you feel like sometimes at the end of the day, you feel like, Oh God, I just failed today. But really it's not true. He says, I'm, I'm still here and you're growing no matter what you think you're growing and you're doing it. And uh, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that I can encourage people with is to keep at it. You have a passion for helping people with their marriages as well as parenting. Why is that on your heart? You know, um, I think it's just the seasons that obviously we've been in. Our first book was about um, pregnancy and child loss. And then just the miracles afterwards, we were told, you know, after um, losing three children and having one, the doctors said, uh, either you're going to die or your babies will. So just stop. And then they didn't want me to get pregnant anymore. But then, then the word of God really became alive to, to us. And we started to pray about things and see in his word, just the hope, right? The hope that we can have. And um, we had some just people speak into our life that were extremely positive about it and faith building, you know? So as we took those steps, we have four children now. And I know that if I would have just quit and said, no, forget it, you know, this isn't for me, um, we wouldn't have those children here, right here with us. And now, you know, even my children are, they know they have siblings in heaven. And I think that's the biggest um, blessing that I can have here at home with my kids is just that they would know how real God is. And so that was the first book, The Promised Child. And then the second one is Crayons, Crumbs, and Christian Growth. And that is for everyone who ever has to go anywhere with their children and uh, try to be a Christian, right? Here's all the real struggles, but the real blessings and how God just showed that he was always there. And if I was willing to listen and hear him, he's speaking, right? And just the peace during this time of raising these wonderful little miracles, because it's not easy. No, it's definitely not. And then um, the marriage, marriage book, came about and I think just for years I hadn't realized that maybe I had so much stuff to say about it too um when God called us to start our church nine years ago we all of a sudden had this aha moment of oh people are going to want to get married what kind of counseling sessions or you know pre-marriage things what are we going to do and as we started to meet with people um I just kind of kept gathering some information you know in my own head and heart and so this is where this book has come about because we found there was there was a few like very similar topics and things that we talk about and I could organize it in such a way God showed me past, present, future, but he also showed me there's family and relationships that plays a huge part, um, finances and faith. And so I really, I really wanted to get this book out, especially for those that I thought, you know, yeah, into our pre-marriage counseling or our counseling sessions. But then I realized, no, it's for like every stage 
of life and, and marriage and relationships. And so the first half of the book is um, all of about our testimony and these two imperfect people coming into this marriage that you expect, oh, life is going to be perfect. And so we know how that goes, but I do share a lot of details about our life and, um, you know, just growing up and you come into a marriage and you say, well, here I am and, and I'm formed from everything I grew up in and of. And so was he, right? So we come in and we try to mesh those things together and it's pretty eye-opening. And so the second half of the book is actually the topic and I break it down for people um, in their relationship and, and marriages now. What was it uh, like to open up to everybody uh, kind of the, I don't know, secrets of your marriage, like to be so honest and vulnerable with people? What was that like for you? And what did your husband think of that? <laughs> well, thank God he read the book first, right? And he actually wrote his own uh, little blip at the beginning of it. Um, and, you know, he just had the same heart because I said, I'm writing something that's a bit makes me nervous, makes me, you know, kind of um, afraid to share. But at all of our little sessions that we have with people, we would talk about these things, you know, and you think, I, I was just surprised, I think, with how much detail we could talk about with people one-on-one. And I said, okay, well, now let's open this up and talk to a lot of people about it. And yes, that was totally scary, but he was completely on board. Um, we even talked to some of our family and let them read it before I even, you know, made it. And they said, no, this is just real. And it's what we all need to hear. And, you know, you're just surprised. You don't, you don't know what people go through if you don't ever hear the, the details, right? The stories, the um, testimonies, the ups and downs. And so this is kind of a huge book <laughs> to release for myself. Um, completely vulnerable, but this is how this is how we talk. You know, this is exactly what we want for people is to be able to open up. Tell us a little bit about your own story. Obviously, we don't want you to give it all away because you want people to pick up the book. But tell us a little bit about your story, your journey, and then the hills and valleys that you have experienced. Yeah, well, I guess even thinking about this book, um, I'll tell you, I guess when I grew up, I didn't grow up in the church. And so that was a big, uh, I mean, a big deal when I meet somebody who's who's going to be this youth pastor, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, but I got saved in such a radical way that it absolutely transformed my mind to know just really how real God is and how like tangible. And um, I was looking for miracles all the time. So when I married my husband, he he grew up in the church. And, you know, I think he even knows he wore this religious hat for years where church was just like, this is what I do. And we do this for God. And it's so pleasing. And he loves us because we do it. And so our mindsets were pretty different. And um, man, as you come into this, as you come into marriage and you're trying to figure these things out, I mean, you don't know this if you don't talk about it. Right. And so you just kind of assume that you're working for the same goal and now you're like one person, but really there's a lot to work through. And so my life too, I came from a broken home and all I ever knew was like how I knew love of how my mom would love me and show me love. Um, My dad showed me love and, you know, in a different way, he'd drive me anywhere I wanted. He'd take me to places, 
but um, you know, I never, I didn't hear all the, the, I love you, you're beautiful, you're amazing, you're gonna grow up to be awesome, right? Like I didn't hear all that from my dad. So I come broken and I, um, I followed the ways, let's say, of my family. Um, I came from an alcoholic home and thank God I said, I was invited to a church when I was, um, I think it was 15. And uh, I was invited to Calvary Temple actually to the youth group. And I remember them asking, does anybody want prayer? And I just thought, yeah, I'm going to pray about my family. And so I guess whatever the pastor said just really touched me. And I went and I prayed. And anyways, within one month, my mom and my stepdad and my dad, who didn't even live with us, um, they all stopped drinking. And I had this total revelation of God is real. And he actually heard my prayer. You know, I didn't know him at all. And he was real and heard my prayer. And so I, I thought that was awesome. But then I still kind of followed down those roads, you know, um, doing the whole partying scene and drinking and drugs and stuff like that. And you just, you get lost in that. And then you go to church on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And so, right. so I had this real, you know, a real battle going on. And there was one day I went to church and I went to the, the washroom and, and God just, I looked in the mirror and I looked awful. And again, kind of a long story short, God just said, you're becoming exactly what you hated. And mm. I was, I feel like I heard that like audibly. It was so loud inside of me. I was shocked. I said, I never wanted to be like this ever. And so that's when I enrolled myself into a Bible college. And I went to Providence Bible College, and there I met um, my soon-to-be husband, who, you know, he was he was this guy who's going to be a youth pastor, and it's like, oh, he's got all his ducks in a row. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he's come from a good life. But, you know, it was a good life, but it was all hidden. So I was completely open and uncovered, and he was very hidden. Mm. And so, yeah, you get married thinking, oh, love just covers all of this, and we're going to be awesome. <laughs> and we were totally not awesome. Um, and let's say our seventh year of marriage, I, I said, God, this is our seventh year. That means it's going to be perfect, right? Number seven is perfect. And I thank you for that. And anyways, that was the worst year of our marriage possible. And I remember at the end of it, um, and this is even when I contemplated leaving him, everything had fallen apart and it did come from a lot of stress and anxiety and pressures of life. And then the baby losses. There was a lot of depression and frustration in our home, and yet you'd put a smile on your face and you go to church on Sunday. And that's the real thing, right? We minister through these broken smiles. Yeah. And so, oh, I'm getting choked up talking about it. But the reality at the end of that seventh year of our marriage, I said, God, what was that all about? That was awful. And he <laughs> said, well, he said, I had to get the garbage out. Mm. I said, okay. And so from then on, really, we had to really focus on working together and working on our marriage. Cause let's be honest, if you don't work on something, right. If you're not, if you're just going to leave it to the side and think it's going to get better, it never will. And so you've got to actively work on it. And that came through listening to faith messages that came through just talking every night before bed, talking about the day and then being able to pray with each other. You mentioned, um, you know, a lot of couples, they go into marriage and you went into this. I come mm -hmm. across this all the time in premarital counseling. All we need is love to make right? a successful marriage. And I yeah. tell 
like it's literally one of the questions on the stuff I use for premarital. Do you mm-hmm. think all you need is love? And they all answer yes. And then I tell them they're wrong and they think mm-hmm. I'm the most evil yeah. person ever, right? But you need a lot more than love to make a marriage work, don't you? Absolutely. And love is a choice. And you make that yeah. every single day. So, yes. And I think writing this book has helped with that because I know we meet with people, we talk to them, they're so excited. And then we give them this book and we say, okay, now continue to read it, continue to work on stuff because you will be going back to it again and again. What's the biggest thing that you've learned in your own journey? Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) So many big things. Um, Again, just saying and knowing that When I pray, God answers and he hears me and he answers, right? And when I pray about my husband or I pray about something going on in our marriage or our life, I have to just say, God, there, I prayed about it. I believe I received, but now I trust you with it. And it's that leaving that trust in God's hand is the hardest thing that we as humans can do, right? Because we just want to fix everything or figure it out. And we just have to trust. And every time, let's say every time I've prayed about my husband or a situation in our life or whatever, um, I've let it go. And it's, it's hard to do that. But then God always, always works through him and answers it in some way, shape or form. And I'm continually amazed by that. When it comes to marriage, it's difficult. Like you said, throw in some children <laughs> in there. <laughs> yes. How, how did that affect things with you guys uh, oh boy. your journey and your marriage? Well, and actually we see it a lot too, where, um, okay. Uh, and really, let's just say when I got married within two weeks, I was like homesick and wanted to go home. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not used to this, I'm not used to this person. And you just don't feel normal. Right. Well, then you get married and you feel like, okay, I've hit this great groove. Um, life is good what's next and people are always looking for something that's next right and you're like oh what what can we do now how can we make things better you know a lot of people might look at going on trips and doing things like that and then some will say oh maybe it's time to have a baby then you know I feel like I'm lacking somewhere or something and then you you think that having a baby is going to you know really help and of course they're an amazing blessing (laughs) but they're the most work that you can have and Really, if there are things that are in your own life and in your own marriage and just your thoughts that you haven't quite dealt with, it's all going to come out. And so I think you really realize who you are as a person and your limitations when you have a baby. And uh, over the course of your years doing premarital counseling with other couples and stuff like that, what's uh, some of the common themes that you've seen coming up that couples are dealing with now that maybe we didn't deal with 10, 15 years ago when we were getting married? Have things changed for couples, do you think, or not really? You know, um, well, I'll say this first is that I gave my book to one of my um very close lady friend. She's 70 years old and she was so happy to read it. They, she'd been married 40 years. And the next day after I, after I gave it to her, she said, Christy, all of these things still apply to me today. Wow. And they still apply to our marriage today. And I just, I thought that was the biggest blessing that I could, you know, um, get from that. And even a friend of ours too, 
who's a single guy, I gave him the, the book and he just said, he goes, wow, I have a lot to think about. And so there's every issue in there. I even talked about dreams one time um, in the book. I talk about just how I would be attacked in my dreams of like past relationships and past things. And you think like, oh, it's just a dream and whatever. But no, I started speaking to those things. And I really had to learn to like cast those imaginations down and you have to, you know, those are things you got to talk about and maybe you don't want to talk about it, but if you want help, you got to talk about it. Right. And so I even remember, and this is kind of weird, but in a dream, I remember saying um, like, no, this isn't right. Get away from me and um, come and meet my husband or something. So it was just like, for me, I remember waking up and feeling like I had all this victory. And I know that that's just the spirit. I mean, we're at war in the spirit, right? And so um, have victory and we can have victory. And I remember a friend of mine's like, I can't believe you put that in there. That's so good. That's so good to know and remember. And I said, okay. And then uh, we do get a lot of people now. I mean, the internet is huge. Right. And images and like it's always popping up. Pornography is so out there. It's it's everywhere you turn. And it's so sad that our kids um, are widely exposed to it if we let them on these devices. And, you know, no matter how much uh, um, what is it protection that you want to give, you're just not there all the time. And so in a marriage, I mean, that just that's been a, a big talk. At a lot, a lot of counseling sessions, a lot of personal sessions that my husband has had with men and stuff. Um, it's it's just huge, and it's so easy, and it's easy for some people to even think of, oh, these don't bother me, or I just saw a little bit of this or whatever. But really, it's all a seed, and it really affects people and how they think and how they can even relate to their to their husband or wife or relationships in general. So that's huge. Um, other things. Let's say family. I married into a wonderful Filipino family and their culture is just totally different than what I grew up with. (laughs) I do. I do talk about those things. You know, what happens when you go into a room and everybody's speaking a different language than you? It's difficult. And if my husband doesn't um, maybe acknowledge that or or um, help me to feel welcome, like you can just feel so shut out. And that became hard for a very long time. I never and, thought of that before. Yeah. I can right? understand that as yeah, well. Colleen <laughs> relates. <laughs> but yeah, those are things that you don't think about. It's just like, well, this is how my family does it. And this is how my family does it. And then you come together and you really have to take a step back and say, wait a second, how are we going to do this? Yeah. What are the limitations and the boundaries that we're going to put in place? And then when you add the kids, Again, whole other level, but um, now all the traditions and stuff just come flying out at you. <laughs> but really, my husband and I, we really have to sit down and say, what, what do we want? What do we want from this? How are we going to um, make a decision for our family? And then we'd make a decision and we would stick with it. For those who are listening to our conversation today and thinking, whoa, <laughs> where do I start? Right? And you're like, hey. This book sounds great. How can they go about learning more, learning more about you um, and just learning more about how they can make their marriage work? How can they go about doing that? 
right? Well, first thing is pray and thank God that you're hearing this message, right? Um, being open and honest and really open to him. And I do pray, you know, the book isn't the answer. Jesus is the answer. But I do know that um, many have been blessed already by reading it and they just continue to read it as well. It's not it's not just for a pre-marriage. It's not just for marriage. It's, it's for every, uh, you know, just part of your life, every detail, like I said, um, whether you're married or not, or have been married for 50 years, right? It's going to, it's going to help you in every way. Um, you can Google Um I am, I'm very open with people. If you want to go on Instagram, it's My Faith Ministries. Again, there's encouragement every day. Um, today's church, that's the church my husband and I pastor. We have the books always available there. Um, there's, there are many ways to get it. And with every bookstore, um, you can ask for it. It's available and everything. The publisher has it, has it in every major bookstore. So, and Amazon. I always forget about Amazon. You can get it off there as well. I've had people from all around the world message, you know, that they've got my book off Amazon and appreciate. And you know what? I love those emails. I love the connection. But I just love what God is doing in people's hearts. And so um, I encourage you, if you read the book, pass it on or buy it for somebody else, right? Just for that encouragement. It, it, um, it says real marriage transformation and preparation. So again, it is for everyone, everyone entering in and everyone who's in it and for every stage of your marriage. So um, yeah, you can easily find it online. Again, Christy Amoyo um, and, and check it out. Check it out at the bookstores or on Amazon or on my website. Thank you again for joining us. We appreciate that. Oh, I thank you so much. And thank you so much for joining and for listening today. Remember, if you want to listen to this full conversation again or any of the other conversations that we've had on Connections, you can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike Tom and Colleen Hood. You can find that at podcastfield.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.